Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. We are here. We are back. It's an off week, though, for the Almost Famous Podcast. What up, Ash? Hey, Ben. Yeah, it's going to be a fast show today. We have Bachelor headlines. We're going to go down memory lane a little bit. But there was no episode. So, you know, um, we got we got not much to say. We got a lot to say. Come oh, on. we do? Life still keeps going. Oh, life still keeps going. It is going to be a good episode. We're good at these off days. Uh, we actually have Renee from Batch Bracket. She won this last go around on The Bachelorette. And so she's going to be joining us today. That was her gift uh, and her prize. That along just with makes me feel things. weird. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel weird, too. But we're excited to meet her. It's, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, Ashley, I do want to tell you about something I'm up to right now. Okay, the go future, for it. You're in Florida. It, yes, I'm in Florida. Uh, I've been talking about this golf tournament for a long time. People are probably over it, but that's okay. I'm here now. Uh, it's practice round day, and I'm staying in a really nice hotel. It's called The Wave. It's at Lake Nona. And the future is upon us. You know why? Because both restrooms in my – yes, my hotel room has two bathrooms, which is very cool. fancy. Um, 
they have heated toilet seats. They I had also... heated toilet seats in my last hotel room, which uh thought it seemed weird until I experienced Game it multiple changing. times, and I was like, wait a second, this is something to incorporate into a house one day. <laughs> it is. And then the toilet seat lifts as you walk up to it. Mm-hmm. Did yours do that? Yes, it did. Oh my goodness. I mean, this is this is how uh that other you know person of people live and i ain't hating it for a bit this feels good (laughs) this is something else um all right well hey we uh are gonna go through bachelor headlines we're gonna go through some bachelor sayings we're gonna bring renee on but before we do let's take a break with the almost famous podcast what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Let's talk about something we all can relate to, hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns, ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ashley, we're running through some of the former Bachelor's like uh, titles today, uh, just to remind people of the sayings going into the season. Uh, we're going to compare them and see who's maybe like the best and the worst. I've always had an issue with mine. I don't know if I've ever told you why, but I've always wow. had an issue with mine. Um, but we'll start with Clayton's here. Clayton's is everyone loves an underdog. Do you feel like Clayton was an underdog? No. I think I the, the word underdog is a really nice way of saying somebody who we didn't know. <laughs> yeah, somebody that you, you haven't watched yet. Uh, mine was, and, and I, I'm sure I've mentioned on the podcast before, this really played w- with my head a lot. My headline was The Perfect Ben. 
which when you first see it would be sweet. And when I first saw it the first time, I was like, wow, like that is really crazy that they would think that. Like, like the perfect 10, comp- if it's not obvious. Yeah. But I took it as a compliment. And then over time, I realized that all it did was set myself up for failure. Like all it did was setting me up to be, um, to, to fall short of this. And over time, it really started to mess with me. Hey, Ben, yours yeah. probably stuck with you more than any other catchphrase. Really? I feel like it got followed. Like it, it was like teased throughout the season. Mm. And I just okay. think that people refer to you by that more than any other. Well, the, the interesting thing with that too, is I just took a, a three day intensive like counseling session. And one of my weaknesses is that like, I won't forgive myself unless I reach perfection and you never reach perfection. So you never forgive yourself. And so then to have this as your tagline, well, it was not exactly healthy, but it's okay. Uh, we got Peter's, which is expect turbulence. Which I thought that one was catchy. Really good. Really good. Yep. Especially for that uh, season. It was it was perfect for that season. Yeah. A couple more here. Nix's fourth times the charm. I'm sure he hated that so much. I like it though. Uh, I think it's hilarious. Okay, final one. Maybe uh just the hardest one of them all. Like the one that just I mean, even the profile the picture of it is tough. But Colton Underwoods was what does he have to lose? And he's dressed up in the same shirt that uh 40 year old virgin was dressed up in. Do you think they had to get rights to that? Yeah. I don't, I'm sure they did, but my goodness, this is, that's a tough, like all these others are kind of like, you know, smoldering and like you look in their best. And then you have Colton, like holding a rose, staring up into the sky. (laughs) It is really funny. I remember when that came out, I was like, oh my God, of course they did. There are a couple more. You don't want to go through them? I don't think we should go through them all, but I think we should at least do Jesse Palmer's, who's okay. the host okay. of The Bachelor. So his he, says, yeah, his is the Giants quarterback is making a play for twenty five ladies, but it's a whole new game because one of them is his spy. Oh wait, what? So when somebody asks me, has the show changed? I would use this as an example. His tagline is an explanation for his season. The New York Giants quarterback is making a play for 25 ladies, but it's a whole new game because one of them is a spot. Sounds like what? a movie. Yeah, That's like Mr. I movie mean, phone because one of uh, them is his spy. <laughs> it's, it seems ridiculous. Well, uh, it's really interesting to go through all of these. If you get a chance, listeners, Google the Bachelor's uh, like cover sayings. Go through them all. There, some of them are funny. Some of them are really long. Some of them don't make a lot of sense. Some of them really do. And I feel like uh, it does kind of show how much the show has changed uh, over the years. Because now we just have taglines. We used to have like a paragraph. Yeah. Well, can we just say Chris Souls's? Because I was on that season. <laughs> Traditional period classic period. All American, period. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at the picture. He's dressed up like it's a rose ceremony, but he's got his shoulder up against a barn. 
And it kind of throws me back, and it, I have all the feelings again, and I like it. Oh, so good. Hey, Ashley, I do want to add, uh, we were talking about Nick. I just spent the weekend with Nick and Natalie yes, in yes. Los Angeles. That pizza that he made for you that you guys both showed off on Instagram looked incredible. Ashley, I am telling you, know, Nick and I have had our journey in friendship, right? It went from like, hey, he came on Caitlyn's season. I didn't really know a lot about him. I just kind of stayed out of the drama of that. Just didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, mostly just ignored him. And then over time, we got kind of like competitive. Like there was envy and there was a little jealousy on both ends for both of us. And now we're really good friends. And like, I really uh, love Nick. Uh, I've gotten to know Nick. Nick is still Nick. And Nick will tell you that. Like there's moments where like he'll disappear onto his phone for an hour and a half when you're like in the same room and you're like, well, this is cool. Like, I don't know <laughs> what to do. But um, Natalie is incredible. I know. Like the perfect compliment to him. She brings out the best in him. It was so good to spend. I mean, I stayed at their house. Their house is awesome. Oh, you but stayed I there? Got to, I stayed there. So I got to spend all day with him in the evening. And then Nick made this pizza, as you're referring to. Actually, I'm not playing. And, and like, it was one of the best bites of pizza I've ever had. When he was cutting through it on your Instagram story, yeah. I was like, that crunch, that crisp. Ugh. It's I like, need you to box that up and send it to me. Yeah, next time you're with him, you have to have him make it for oh, you. I'm going. He takes it very serious. Like he, he's he kind of explained it. What like it would take me a couple times to learn how to do it um, because Natalie wants to learn how to do it, and he would just rather do it himself. Because I mean, I'm I'm not playing. He's mastered it. Like mm-hmm. that. The like the thin crust, the ingredients on top. He gets everything from Italy. Oh, uh, he does. I mean, that's key. When Jared key. was in a pizza making stage, he didn't do so much of the crispy thin crust. It was more of like a Napoleon, um, you know, Napoleon, Napoleon pizza. And we would get all the ingredients from Italy. It's just so cr- critical. And if you guys it don't know great, what Italy yeah. is, it's like an Italian look grocery store that's really only in major cities. Yeah, look at it. It's great. And so, yeah, I mean, it was all around and a terrific day. I'm very thankful they let me stay with them. And uh, and just we had a tr- tremendous time together at their house. They welcomed me in with open arms. It was great. So, hey, um, how was the doggy? Oh, so good. Jeff is Jeff is a sweet, sweet pup. Very cuddly, very loving. In fact, uh, I think uh, being with Jeff made me even more excited to get our dog. Yeah. Is it happening? In less than two two weeks. I think <gasps> yeah. Less than two weeks. He's getting a dog, guys. If you didn't know, Ben hasn't had a dog for way over a decade because he was traumatized by the loss of his childhood dog that he didn't think he could do it again. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to find the love in another dog. I was pressured. I definitely think my wife was like, hey, we should get a dog. And then I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then she's like, hey know like we should get a dog and um yeah i just love my pup so much growing up that i just didn't want to feel that pain again um but i am getting excited to have something around us uh we got the update uh that the puppy should be ready in about a week or two and um i'm obviously down here in orlando right now but that's a big update in my life uh ashley before we get into bachelor headlines uh, i got some messages 
this week. Uh, wondering how you're doing living at home. How is it going so far? It's good. I'm going to bring Jared in here now. What's up, buddy? What up, bro? How you doing, bud? I thought that, you know, Ben asked how living at home was. I was here for 10 days without you. And then today we had to do a lot of work together. So much fun. Uh And then tomorrow we have more work and then you leave me again. Uh Uh-huh. And then you go back to work at Audrey's for 13 hours a day. Uh-huh. How are we doing? Oh, we're doing well. Is that the question? <laughs> it's a very leading question, leading the witness. Um, how are we doing? We're doing well. I mean, it's more of the... Jared's going to have a mental breakdown. Yeah, of I, course. Obviously. He's going to have a Mariah Carey overworked hospital stay. Is that what happened to Mariah Carey? I don't even yeah, know. she like went to the hospital for being overworked. Why is that? Well, let's... But, like, let's uh, describe it for the listeners and myself, because I don't know. Like, why, Jared, are you feeling overworked? I know the success of Audrey's is something I was even telling Nick and Natalie about, how incredible it is to see how much coffee you guys are buying from us. Like, that's a gift to us, and I hope it's a gift to you. Um, But, you know, then having Ashley uh, there with her family, like, where are you at? emotionally and mentally prepping you know for this next stage of life dude i'm an owner of a you know a restaurant i'm just riddled with anxiety that's what we do that's what the business is all about (laughs) anybody who's listening who works in the restaurant industry you know it's just like uh yeah you just constantly feel like you're keeping your head above water so you're not drowning this This is what you craved for all the four years that we that you weren't working and i still i'm still glad i'm doing it but obviously (laughs) there's a line and that line is when you're working 100 hours a week but i digress dude First of all, your coffee is a huge gift. People are loving it. I love serving your coffee. People love the story of it. They love the taste of it. They love that there's a bachelor twist in there. So it's yeah. it's it's all positive, which has been awesome. People, like we talked about in the email, people want to buy the coffee for their for you know their home. So it works out really well. And uh, it's getting better. I can feel it getting better. You know, we're getting more stru- structured. And knock on wood, a lot of people have come in and said, wow, it feels like your business has been running for years, which has been extremely nice. And that a lot of preparation, a lot of work and a a lot of passion has gone into that. But I think this was his first time away from the shop as it's been open. Yeah. So I've obviously been texting my managers. They probably hate me because I'm like, how's it going? How's it going? What are you guys doing? Are customers happy? Everything going well? And uh, but hey, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm paying the bill, so I get to do whatever I want, really. But I digress. Yeah. As as for Ashley and I, we're doing well. Uh, I think it's just been, I feel a little guilty because I've been away, and this is the last couple of weeks that Ashley and I are going to be a couple before we have a child in our life. And it's just weird. It's I don't weird. think he realizes that we're having a child in a couple of weeks. Oh, I realize it, but <laughs> I've talked to a couple guys that just feel like they weren't really connected to their kid until they were born. Mm-hmm. Because well, yeah. it's like my body's not changing. I'm, you're just, you know, achy all the time and can't breathe and <laughs> complaining. So nothing really changes there. <laughs> he um, doesn't even care about feeling my belly, though. I care about feeling your <laughs> belly. It's just I feel the kid. I almost said his name. Um, I feel him kick. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then, and he's then like, I'm done. He's well, like, <laughs> it's like how long, you know, it's like, oh, that's cool. That's so crazy. All right. Bye. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to go now. <laughs> it is interesting, Jared. And, and I think I'll be similar to you. I have friends who have had kids and they've been like obsessed with the process of pregnancy. And like, oh, that's I well, like I feel 
I've seen them connected and like listening to the baby, right? And all this stuff. And for me, I think I'll be similar to you where it's like, this is crazy and awesome. But I really think there's going to be a moment after that baby's born, I would expect where I finally feel like, oh my gosh, I'm a dad. But right, you know, right now, I don't think there's anything like abnormal to to what you're feeling. Yeah. I've heard it many times. It's just right now, it looks like Ashley just you know, went ham at dinner and is really bloated 24 seven. Yeah. So. Isn't it funny that I used to like, when we get back from dinner and then I'd pull my shirt down and I'd be look at the alien. I look like I'm seven months. No, you I used not. to say, I used to say I look seven months and now we know that that is a no, huge joke. You looked eight weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we know what yeah. seven or eight months looks like. Um, um, but yeah. So, so you're going to go back uh, to the shop. You're going to go back to Audrey's. Uh, when are you coming back to spend time uh, with Ashley before the baby is born? Probably, you know, I'll come back the first week of February at some point and just stay down here um, yeah. until until the little little gag comes. Yeah, but you're gonna have to come back before then. And uh, there's a there's a little. <laughs> well, no, the why the first week and making sure like yeah, if you're if you if you're not you know by February third or fourth, I'll be back. That's not I'm too glad late. we're talking about this now. This you're feels gonna, like a good conversation for us back. to have. I'm not going to see you for, it's the 17th. It's only the 17th? So you're going to leave oh, on okay, the 19th, never mind. and then you're not going to come back until No, I'll come back sooner then. Weeks? I don't know, weeks? Ashley. This is what, hey, like, this is what gets, this is what we're all scared of. We're not scared of anything. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're giving birth in an incredible hospital down in Virginia. We're running a business and have a new house in, in Rhode Island. That, that nobody lives in. That nobody lives in right now, which is totally fine. More about, the, the honestly, the shop than the house. I don't really care about the house. But, um, you know, we're doing what we can, and this is what people do. You know, I we're going to make it through. I love this is what people do. This is what 100% people do. <laughs> this is what people have to do. Great. Do I laugh at myself too much? No, it's good that you laugh at yourself. Um, I just want to also say that I'm learning something new today. I believe that Ashley is wearing a like belly shirt as a, while she's pregnant. I've never seen that done before. Um, but Jared, one of the gifts of Ashley being pregnant has been how much I've learned and grown as a man preparing like as she's, you know, sat here every week with me. Is that a belly shirt you're wearing? It is. We just took an Instagram and we needed something uh, that really showed off the size of the belly. I feel like your belly's always out, though. Yeah, but it's because nothing really fits right well, now. That's what so I mean. that unless makes sense. I'm wearing like a dress, it's out. Yeah, the belly's just always out. It's a look. It's a good look. Jared, uh, continued best luck at Audrey's. We have a guest coming on to the podcast who won the batch bracket. So we've got to say goodbye to you. You're the man. You're crushing it. Keep it up. You're going to be a great dad. We'll just keep us updated on everything going on in your relationship and your life the next few weeks. Thanks, Jared, for joining us. Thanks, buddy. Love you. See you soon. Love you, bye. man. Love you, too. Love you, bye. I, uh, as we take a break here, uh, because we're going to come back when I have Renee from the Batch Bracket on, I, I just felt like our audience got to listen in on a very good conversation between a husband and a wife. <laughs> and for that, I'm appreciative. That is some authentic husband-wife chat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey, wait. How does it feel to be calling her wife? Did I ask you this already? Yeah, it feels weird. It feels awesome. Some like it feels very like very strong. Like it Isn't feels it? like very like 
it's yeah. so awesome like, like when you're on the phone yeah. and you're like with on the phone with somebody who's like business wise or like i don't know construction or something and you're like oh i have to check with my wife i have to check with my husband yeah. you're like oh like that's something you take seriously i have to check with my girlfriend my boyfriend you're like that's cutesy this is like for no, real <laughs> this is a decision yeah hey it is for real and we have the real winner of the batch bracket up next what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet that's why pampers swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100 percent leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, 
the best thing ever. For real, Nair's Nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, everyone? I'm Peter Weber. You may know me as The Bachelor, but I'm also a pilot, and I'm super happy to be guest hosting How Men Think. I'm going to attempt to answer all your questions and solve the fascinating question of just how men think. Let's get into it. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production. Listen each Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Renee. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Thanks for playing Batch Bracket and dominating. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Man. Renee, you you crushed it. You just destroyed the Batch Bracket. (laughs) I did. Yeah, my friends won't play with me anymore. (laughs) <laughs> uh was there any week that you feel like you were stumped at what to respond with there were some weeks towards the beginning where it, you know it was really hard with like the way they do points um it, it was kind of just like anyone's game towards the end I feel like it gets a little easier once it's narrowed down but um 
Yeah. It's, it's always the first week is the toughest when you don't know anyone yet and anyone could do anything. There's not too much, you know, past stuff to work on to no past clues. Uh, we really want to find out about you um, also, but it brings up uh, something that we find very interesting. We've, we've talked about it many times since our original winner came on. What was your strategy? Because you did do so well. Uh, how did you continue to not only pick good weeks, but like keep up the pace and beat everybody? Yeah. Um, so my strategy. So I, uh, I was honestly um, not even able to watch the full episodes. Like I was working a ton. So sometimes I could only even just watch the previews before I had to set my bracket and so I would really just look at those. Um, I'm in a Discord group of some people who are really awesome at sleuthing. Um, sometimes I would read the Bachelor subreddit. Then, uh, yeah, um, just really looking at the previews and trying to like see, you know, who's in the shops for mm. next week. So some sleuthing, okay. Yeah. Did you yeah. sense Nate winning from the beginning? Um, yeah, yeah, I had a feeling. Had a That's feeling. interesting. Why? Yeah, because did you? Some of, us, some of us never expected Nate. Yeah, did, um, did you see spoilers? I try not to read, like, specific spoilers, more just, like, like sleuthing, like, people figuring it out from shots of, mm -hmm. you know, from the previews and stuff. Um, I Yeah, so it was more just, like, um, when like, uh, preview footage would come out, there were like a ton of shots of Nate. I don't know. And they just had really great chemistry. I had a feeling. Now, um, tell us about you. So are you a big bachelor fan? I've been watching for a while. Where are you from? Uh, just tell us about you. So people can understand who our champion is. Um, yeah. So I'm from Boston. I actually, uh, have not been watching, for all that long, my mom was has been a big fan for forever. Um, I've probably only watched the past. I think Ari's season was the first season I watched. Um, but I've only been doing the sleuthing since Matt's season. I was just bored during the pandemic. My friends were like, "Hey, we're starting a league for money," and I was like, "Cool, I got nothing better to do. Let's let's do this." And Turns out I was pretty good at it. <laughs> a league for money. How much did yeah. you win amongst the friend group for this? I think I won like $300 the yes. first time. <laughs> yeah, good for you. you. The first Hold time. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, we, I played with some of my friends uh, like two or three seasons until they realized I was just winning and they were like, you know, let's let's not do this for money anymore. It doesn't <laughs> We have the number one bachelor bracket player in the country on this podcast right now. We didn't even really know that. We knew she was good. We didn't know she was great. And <laughs> she is great. Hey, before we let you go, um, really just, I mean, you have uh, over 100,000 people that will be listening to this podcast. What is it uh, in your life you're most passionate about? Anything you want to share? Anything you're into that you want to bring attention to? Uh, you have the stage. It's your moment if you want to say anything. Man, 
put me on the spot, huh? Um, I mean, oof. I'm going to say shout out to my boyfriend's uh, music project, Veins. <laughs> Veins? Can we look it up on Spotify or Google? Uh, yeah, Spotify. V-A-I-N-E-S. He's fantastic. Um, that's what we're working on right now. So good plug. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Well, I have the audience. That's what I'll shout out. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Renee. Thanks for playing and thanks for rocking the game. Of course. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much Renee. Ashley, it's time for Bachelor Headlines. Yes, listeners, it's time for Bachelor Headlines with our resident expert, Ashley Canetti. Resident uh, expert. That, yeah. You like that. You always comment on that. Is That's a compliment. You know that, right? <laughs> yes. Am I really or do you an expert? Be like, I feel like you're an expert. I feel like you care. I do. Um, so a couple headlines today. I, I do want to preface this with say, um, with the passing of Clint Arliss, uh, it was shocking. It was texted about all over. I, I actually called Jared soon as I saw the headline come through. There's going to be some headlines about Clint's passing today. There's still not a lot of um, information on it, mm-hmm. but I want to I want to say this. I don't know if you ever got to be around him, Ashley, but, um, you know, I, he was obviously on uh, the season with, with me during Caitlin's time as the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I did not speak I, – I cannot say I spoke to Clint more than um, a handful of times after that season ended. We had mm-hmm. a text thread. We did some fantasy stuff, but, like, nothing – um serious was he there for a week on your season forget was he limited during episode two i think he was there for two weeks and he obviously kind of came off that season as like a villain or Mm -hmm. he was kind of in the jj realm where him and jj you know had their thing funny villains yeah funny villains and then clint went home it wasn't the best uh look for clint during the season but this is what all of us, and I was talking to Nick about this too when I was with him, took away from, from knowing Clint. Clint was incredibly intelligent, insanely creative, and amazing painter. He mm-hmm. painted a picture, if you remember that night, that was iconic. It was of Chris Harrison. Um, and he, 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 was, he was almost intimidating because of his um, curiosity, his intellect his ability to respond because he just knew so much. Um, And I know the people around him were impacted by him for some very similar things. He was a leader. He was creative, very protecting, very loving. And it is a loss to Bachelor. It's a shocking loss to Bachelor Nation losing Clint. I met Clint twice, one at the Mentel All and then one once I'm at JJ's wedding, actually. And yeah, nothing but nice things to say about him. Um, and like you said, my producer, my friend, one of my best friends who's a producer, said the exact same thing. She was like, that was like a very intriguing guy to be around. He was so smart. He was so creative and artistic. And Jared, you know, he he kept in touch with him in a similar sort of way, like big group messages, fantasy football and stuff like that but everybody who actually spent time with Clint seemed to really like being around him um so so sad don't know again like how he passed but we did get 
some quotes um, this week. This one's from his sister, Taylor. It says, with great sadness, it's with great sadness to tell you that my family has lost my best friend and older brother, Clint, on the morning of January 11th. Please respect our family's privacy as we cope with this great loss. Uh, Nick went on Twitter and said, a very kind, unique, and talented person just heard of the passing of Clint, um, got to know him a little bit over our time on Caitlin's season, and I will always enjoy our time and conversations. Caitlin Bristow also got on Instagram story and said, this is an Insta- Instagram story I did not think I'd be doing tonight. Clint, who was on my season on The Bachelorette, I'm going to say, tragically, he's he's tragically passed. 34 years old. Not sure what happened, how it happened. Um, even though things didn't didn't end the best on the best terms for us from his time on the show to today. I have heard nothing but incredible things about that person from his peers, his students, his coaches, his teachers, his friends and family. Clint was very well respected in this world. Um, she also says that she doesn't know much about how the, you know, the circumstances around his passing. It's none of my business. She said, um, this is story is literally just to say, to anyone who knows him, who might follow me, um, that I am so sorry. It's such a huge loss. And honestly, I'm just besides myself with this news. We also have a little bit of an update from the police in his town. It said that he, he was found he was found dead at a private residence Tuesday, January 11th. Um, they confirmed that it is Clinton and that um, there is no foul play in, in a suspected as of right now, but the matter is currently under investigation by the police. Our thoughts are with Clint's family. We will respect their privacy, um, but we just wanted to, to give a tribute to somebody within Bachelor Nation, a part of this family that has unfortunately passed away way, way too early. Well, there's no easy way to switch gears um, and to switch subjects, but we are going to com- continue with bachelor headlines the next one is bachelors cassidy tim brooks slams clayton or the bachelor compares side piece drama to sally carson this according to us weekly article okay so this is like the silliest thing i've ever seen what she got on instagram and spoiled her season she talks about her own elimination on December 31st, before her season even started airing. This is what she says. I mean, <laughs> I was saying last week that Cassidy didn't seem like that much of a villain to me. And I was like, Shanae, she seems like a real villain. Cassidy, eh. Well, now that I've seen these videos that she posted on January 31st, I'm like, oh, no, 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 okay. So Cassidy is, um, she's trouble. This is what she says. I love getting ready for dates nowadays because it's literally just me in the mirror. Like, wait a second. This man should be so effing lucky. And then I remember that, wait a second, even though I'm about to be on national television, men still treat me like shit. But that's okay. That's all right. Because not for long. Not for effing long. <laughs> she continues to say, anyways, 
I think I'm going to be a great influencer. Again, guys, this is before her season even premieres. I feel like I'm really entertaining. You're entertained, right? You buy anything I'm selling you, right? Even if it's complete bullshit. I think so. Wait, don't answer that. It's yes. I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> is she making f- like, is this like a whole tongue in cheek monologue? It's so over the top. It almost seems like she's making fun of other influencers who have come from the show. She also goes on to say <laughs> to um to, to address clout chasers in her DMs insinuating that men are trying to get with her now because she's about to be on TV. She says men are trash. So let's go back for a second and and remind you that Sally, of course, was that girl who went to Colton's room. Colton, oh my God, we're all doing it, aren't we? Went to Clayton's room and said, like, I can't be here. I was recently engaged. It doesn't feel right. He wanted to give her a rose. Well, this is this is Cassidy addressing this on on this resurfaced video. She goes, I realize that I am normally being dramatic, but you, as in Clayton, were going to give Sally a rose, even though she was engaged last week. This is actually ironic. And I kind of like the fact that she pointed this out. <laughs> she was meanwhile, I someone a few months ago and i got sent home (laughs) okay no it's cool i get it i get it (laughs) i get what we're made of here i get this that this stuff is happening go yourself clayton eckard this is what she said on instagram this past week um i i think that there's a little bit of a point she gets in trouble for having like a friends with benefits at home. Cause we know that this week she was called out, you know, for having a guy at home. We debated it on last week's episode, whether it was kosher or not, <laughs> but this is, it is funny that he eliminated one girl with a fiance, but wouldn't really eliminate the girl who just hooked up with somebody casually. Uh, but the fact that she goes on Instagram this past week says says f you clayton i mean that's really not tasteful um but also she also um spoils the show by saying she gets eliminated do you remember ben a couple days ago yeah we were like is she gonna get eliminated for this or is she gonna hang around for a few more weeks well we have our answer she literally spoiled the show which is bad (laughs) contractually just bad in general just not a good look um there's a lot there uh a lot of sayings a lot of things going on she's not happy it's going to be interesting to see how she exits what she does when she exits and to see how much we hear of cassidy as time moves on now um who knows we might not see much of her we might see a lot of her but it's it's hard to tell i can't imagine them even bringing her to paradise after she spoiled the show like that you know yeah she probably just she probably just did not book her ticket to Mexico. Well, we only have one other headline today. Katie Thurston and boyfriend John Hersey reunite with Bachelorette Michael A. 
her quote is Katie's quote is this feels like a nightmare. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that seems, it seems weird. Right. But it was apparently anything but awkward. Uh, she was joking when she said that, that she was on a group date basically um, with Michael and her new boyfriend, John feels like a nightmare. Um, but that's just what she captioned her picture. It was a selfie. Uh, yeah, so they were just like hanging out. Sunset meal in Mexico, and they it, it wasn't just it wasn't just them. Also, Luke Stone was there, and um, it was just it was all fun. So not really a nightmare, but Katie is a jokester. They were together in Mexico. They hung out a big group setting. Um, it looked like they had, they had a good time, and that's something that's always fun when you can kind of break. Uh, through the awkwardness and just have a good time together as people. Well, hey, that's all we got for today's episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. We're going to be back here next week. Yes, we will. It's a huge episode. I'm not going to tell you why, but it's a big episode. A lot going on. And we're also going to be breaking down Clayton's next episode as The Bachelor. We'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast. Until then, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio season nine. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.